All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to Monk on the Mountain podcast. Thanks for joining in today. I hope you're having a great day, a great time, a great life. It all starts with how you feel. So uh, I was thinking about what I could talk about. There's so many directions to go, and it's kind of like, how weird do I want to get? How fast do I want to get there? <laughs> there's such there's such a big world that we could talk about. I mean, we could start talking about aliens and ETs. We could talk about interdimensional contact. And, you know, I'm always going to bring it back to the resources that are available and the most credible testimonies, the most credible people telling the stories and telling their their experiences because it's really important as we dive into the unknown with an open mind that we also keep our discernment. We also keep our wits about us and we don't just necessarily believe every single thing, every single story, every single perspective. It's like, you know, if you sift through all that, there is gold. I assure you, there is gold. There are true testimonies, true experiences that are unexplained by modern science and understanding that do lead us to believe and know that there's more than what we've been taught, what we even understand as a, as a human collective as a whole. So we could talk about, you know, ETs, interdimensional beings. We can talk about Wim Hof how he learned how to harness his body temperature through his consciousness and, and his breathing methods. We could talk about medicineless hospitals in China where doctors are trained to use energy healing on tumors. And there's a documented case of this. Uh, the scientist and author Greg Braden was given footage of this and he presented it years and years and years ago. And it's three doctors. Well, let me back it up. There's a woman who has uh, an inoperable tumor in her stomach. And the video is of three doctors using their combined intention and energy projection to shrink and basically cure this tumor in real time. So what they do is they put up a ultrasound for you to see that's live. They just make this ultrasound, they put that image up there. And then they run the live ultrasound side by side while these doctors are doing their work. And the doctors all repeat the same word. I, I don't know what it was, but it's it was essentially like saying healed. Healed. And they're projecting the them having the experience of her being healed and their combined intent and experience and energy projection changes the shape of this tumor until it dissipates completely from the live ultrasound. You don't have to believe me. It's out there. It's This footage has been out there for years. I've never seen anything uh, debunking it. If you wanted to Google it, you can you can Google uh, medicineless hospitals in China, Greg Braden video. So explain that, you know, for all the people that call BS on everything. Like there's there are things happening in this world. I mean, wouldn't you want to just like 
give in to that idea too? Like, doesn't a huge part of you just want to accept that there is more, that there's this infinite world that your loved ones or that have passed on still exist at a capacity and at an intelligence? Don't you just want to believe that? I don't understand why there's so much resistance to it worldwide, you know, when you think about our loved ones that have passed on and and how much trauma that causes families and and it causes the hearts of their loved ones. You know, don't you just want to believe that there's more, that there's more after this life? So we have to free ourselves from the the resistance, you know, we really have to surrender our minds and our expectations into this experience to get the most out of it. And and th- that doesn't necessarily even have to apply to the ultimate fringe, deep diving spiritual experiences. It applies into our lives. The very acts that we're doing, the interactions we're having amongst our families and our peer groups, you know, if we surrender into the full experience of it and don't expect to have a certain experience or expect to have a certain outcome, then you can you can be in what's called the flow state. You know, it's referred to as the flow state, being in the flow. And you're in the most control in the flow. You can't resist the happenings. It's just like if you're in a river of experience. If you try to go against that flowing river, you're just going to get tossed up and pushed around. And you'll become tired and exhausted and eventually have to give in to the flow anyway. So instead of resisting it, instead of trying to go against it just flow with it move yourself within it use the happenings to propel yourself into the experience that you want use the river of experience to your advantage there's nothing against the rules about using the experiences for your advantage and if you're thinking with a unity mindset if you're doing the best you can for yourself and for all parties involved you'll be led to outcomes that truly enrich the experience for all, enrich the quality of that river of experience. And we're all in this flow. And I mean, every, as above, so below, and in every way, surrendering into experiences gives you the ability to stop defining and start, stop identifying and stop resisting and go into awareness. You become able to learn. You become able to know more. And that's going with the flow. You're receiving information to use to decide the trajectory of your experience, of the life that you're trying to lead, of the life that you want to live. So let's give you an example of when you're not, you know, in the flow. Anytime that you're pissed, (laughs) anytime that you can't take it anymore, anytime you've reached your limit, You've essentially fallen out of the flow state. You've entered into a resistance mentality. You've entered in an opposition to your experience. And then opposition becomes your experience because you can't change the happening. All you can do is create from the current moment. And where you're creating from is coming from how you feel. It's really that simple. If you're feeling good, if you're feeling happy, if you're feeling love, if you're feeling acceptance, that's what you're experiencing. If you're feeling resistance, if you're feeling negativity, if you're, if you're feeling lack, then that's your experience. It's really, really 
such a simple uh, understanding. It's like as soon as you change how you feel, what you're experiencing becomes different. And you get to decide how you feel about your experience. That's the real beautiful part of this whole thing. And I want you to decide to feel love and feel good and feel acceptance in your own life. And I want you to feel that everything is perfect and everything that you have to experience is a gift for you in this time, in this moment. And it's exactly what you need to grow. It's exactly what you need for your experience to become more, to become richer in, in value, not just monetarily, but absolutely, you know, financial success is an important part of our life. But coupled with financial success has to be an evolution of, of your self-expression because that's where true happiness lies. I think when we were kids, there were so many ways for us to express ourselves. We were always happy. We looked at everything as a tool to express ourselves with. We would use items that weren't necessarily designed for that purpose as our toys. You know, We would always um, find mystery and wonder in regular items and, and regular scenarios and our imaginations would take us deep into worlds. You know, we, we, we kind of lose that <laughs> as we get older and we lose it to our jobs and to our relationships and to our social standards and societal pressures and, I mean, you name it. But part of the path is to get that back. Part of the path is to become playful again with your world, you know, to play in your experience and for you to look at everything that's been presented to you in your current experience as your opportunity tools or the tools of opportunity for you to grow within all of it. You know, even if it's on the surface, it's, it's perceived as a bad thing. Like maybe it's a breakup, you know, and now you're being blessed with this time of self reflection and introspection and you get to uh, reevaluate your world and you get to experience being alone, you know, I think that being alone is uh, extremely underrated and, um, our society, especially American society basically, um, puts us in a position where we feel that we need to partner up, need to settle down as they say, you know, get the house with the fence and some kids and a pet and, and a lawn and you made it. But again, once you get there, you're still going to have yourself, so how yourself is expressed within that experience, you know, all you parents out there know, I'm sure, you know, that there's still a lot to learn. There's still a lot of experience to have. There really isn't a finish line. It's just another step, another platform for you to see the world and, and to see your world from and for you to develop more self-expression through it and learn more about what you are and, and what you're capable of. and just variety, you know, variety being the spice of life, seeing different things from different angles and never stopping and never thinking that you have figured out, you know, you, one of the most important things as we move through our lives is not to stop growing and not to stop being willing to change what we think and how we think about situations. And, uh, you know, a really good place to look at are the situations that make us unhappy and the situations that consistently make us unhappy or consistent patterns in our lives. When this one thing happens, I always act in resistance. This one person always makes me angry. You know, that is the easiest and most perfect way for you to see uh, some opportunities where you can grow and where you can become better and you can become different 
for the better, for the best. That's what lies before you. That's what the gift of this game really is, is that you get to keep changing it. You get to keep moving forward and moving onward and upward as a choice. You can choose to go the other way too, you know? And a lot of people unconsciously make that choice in their lives and we know where it gets them. It's not good. But in the the spectrum of infinite and if you think about the lessons that a soul needs on its infinite journey of incarnations and reincarnations and transcendence and evolution even those super low negative experiences are valuable to that soul's evolution in the long term i heard this most beautiful quote one time in my journey and um i'm i can't, i'm probably going to butcher it but the the concept is that even even the worst souls even the worst beings on this planet even the most horrific beings that you would think are so far from god are still god because that's what everything is everything is god everything is inside the mind of God. Everything that you perceive is inside your mind and you are an expression of God. God chose to take the form of you. So that's not the quote. The quote is, even a soul who has fallen so far away from the love that they are will one day throughout their evolution have the capacity to save the entire human race. So I don't know if I captured the profound nature of that, but to me it's, it is extremely profound. So even the worst people on this earth, even the worst ones, throughout their evolution will one day be so splendid and so miraculous and so benevolent through their evolution that they'll have the capacity to save the entire human race. I mean, delusions of grandeur, bring it, baby. But if you don't believe that, if that's not your experience, you know, you look at these people and your judgment of them becomes your prison. Your experience of them affects how you feel. And we don't have to go all the way to that side of the spectrum to like the worst people that you can imagine. I mean, just any person in your life, any, any being that is causing themselves suffering and their experience uh, is in suffering. And then when you're around them, you guys are co-creating the experience and you're recognizing their suffering, you know, bleeding into your experience. How you act in that moment, how you decide to feel in that moment is the alchemy. It is the opportunity you have to transmute the darkness into light. So I'll go into this at depth, I'm sure. But it's one of the biggest opportunities we have is when we're around other people who are not feeling good, who are not feeling loving and accepting. And you see it. It's an opportunity. You see it as this chance for you to feel good, for you to be in acceptance, for you to give them love in their experience so that they can have some of that within themselves in that moment. 
it's probably one of the most beautiful things that you could do on a regular basis is just bring love into your heart for someone else's experience when your initial reaction would be to resist it or to join them, you know? Very common when someone's sad, we become sad for them. We feel bad for them. One of my rules of life is that I won't feel bad for anyone. I don't think that we should feel bad for people. I think we should feel compassion for them. We should feel love for them. We should honor them. We should praise them in their human experience. But I'm not going to feel bad for them. What is the what is the benefit of two infinitely powerful beings choosing to feel bad in that moment? If one person is is having an extremely difficult time in their life, I'm not going to become sad with them. Maybe I do experience sadness from their 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 testimony or from the empathic nature of us as beings. And that's beautiful. And then once you meet them at their level, once you go down into the darkness with them, you choose to love them there. You choose to accept their experience. You choose to have perceived value. You choose to perceive value in their suffering. It's not selfish value. It's value that they're getting because they'll be stronger. Because they are learning. And when you clear that path for them into acceptance, into love, into appreciation, it catches on right away. It catches on even more so than the sadness. So yeah, you have an opportunity to do energetic alchemy, emotional alchemy. And the best part is, is that no one can tell you that this isn't real. No one can tell you that this is impossible. It's not true. It's not part of your human experience. It's simply just deciding to feel love and to feel acceptance and to look at things from a different lens than the world taught you. It's a birthright. I mean, and it's a superpower. It's a superpower that every one of us has. And we owe it to ourselves first to heal our own internal traumas to release ourselves from the mental torture patterns that we've had our entire lives. To offer ourselves healing. And then as we practice this, we become stronger at it. And eventually we come across somebody, we cross paths with somebody who needs that in that moment. And if you live around a lot of people, everybody needs it. Everybody could use it. And then you become something that's so special and so precious in this world because you're the only one that can see. You're the only one that can see love. Even in the darkest places. So I want to empower you and give you your choice back. Your choice to decide. Your choice to know yourself more by making these decisions and seeing how things turn out. And there's this magnificent consistency that happens when you stay in this mindset for long periods of time. You know, you start out with like a couple decisions of 
alchemically shifting your own emotions when you have an opportunity, then then that becomes a pattern. And that pattern, you know, lives on, becomes something that is in your reality constantly being reinforced for days and weeks and months. And before you know it, you've transformed your entire experience. And now you have the ability to transform the experience of others if you choose. But even if you don't decide to go and try and be like a savior, because that's not required and that in itself is a trap, just in the moments of your experience when you come across suffering and you come across people who are down, you can see them as up. You could see them as beautiful, as perfect, as wonderful expressions of consciousness. God in human form. And you become filled with a different experience. You become filled with a different energy. You become filled with a different version of you. You think about if you pass by a homeless person. If you live in a city, I'm sure you see homeless people. I think that a lot of people would love to save all the homeless people in the world and they would love for them to have what they need to survive and for them not to live on the street. And there's a lot of people who probably think very low of homeless people and, you know, who knows how they treat them or, or speak to them or, or think and feel about them. But despite both sides of that, if you see a homeless person and you love them, you walk by and you give them love from you. You don't have to say anything. You just love them. You give love to their experience. You bring love to their experience. You're affecting things at an ethereal level. You're affecting the world in a way. And you're having a breakthrough because you didn't think to do that before. And the invisible, I should say non-visible energy that you're emitting is affecting the field. It's affecting the world. You're communicating in consciousness. So that's what we want to do. We want to communicate in consciousness. We want to communicate with consciousness. We want to communicate with awareness. It's not always what's spoken. It's actually not what's spoken at all. Words kind of get in the way. I've read that in past human civilizations, we were fully audibly psychic. And then I saw this meme recently, and it was like aliens psychically talking to each other, and they, the young child alien was asking the older alien why humans can't hear each other think. And the older alien says, because they have a lot to hide from each other. We can do so much better. You can do so much better. Imagine if everyone in the world cared as much as you do. What kind of world would we live in? I bet it would be the most beautiful place you could ever imagine. So let's keep it up. Let's keep it going. 
and I'll see you there. <laughs>